So good morning, everybody. <laughs> Just a reminder that our meetings are <laughs> at 9 a.m. for the next two months on Sundays, every Sunday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, and then your time accordingly. Uh, today, Asmani was going to do Lesson 154, but I think she must have got the time messed up. So, um, so we'll we'll save her presentation for another time, and. Um, we're going to look at lesson 192, 193, yesterday's lesson, today's lesson on forgiveness. And I think we'll just uh, go through it paragraph by paragraph and, and just see what, what kind of feedback, insights, questions anybody might have about those lessons. Go as far as we get in an hour and 15 minutes. Maybe have a breakout too. So... Uh, if Osmani shows up and it's a breakout, <laughs> just tell her <laughs> that uh, she could. Ah, oh, there she is. <laughs> Speaking of the Christ self, <laughs> look at her. She's freaking. And she's the, you got to unmute yourself so we can hear you. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I thought, I thought it was at 10 o'clock. I just saw the email. So. <laughs> yeah. We knew that. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Just give me one minute. One minute. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if the times changed or what happened. Or we changed the hour of the lesson. What happened today? Oh, we did it just to mess you up and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I must apologize. Sorry about that, guys. So... Um, <laughs> Okay, I think it's um it's appropriate that we that we take like a minute to meditate, you know, for me to settle down a bit because I was rushing. So thank you very much. <laughs> so um for for all of you who don't know me, my name is, is Osmani. I um I was born in Colombia and now I'm living in Madrid. Um Today we will be studying lesson 154. And uh, the lesson is, I am among uh, the ministers of God in uh, the word book, page 288. As, as you, you, know, you know by now, um, my English is not my first language. So if you... Um, if you feel like you don't understand what I'm saying or, you know, uh, don't get what I'm saying. So please stop me and I'll, you know, I'll make sure I'll repeat and, and we all get to, to understand everything. <sighs> okay. So let's begin. Um, um, Let's begin with, uh, I would like to read from page, uh, from the previous lesson. I would like to read uh, from page 286, uh, paragraph 17. Lesson 153, paragraph 17. Yet when we can, we will observe our trust as ministers of God in hourly remembrance of our mission and his love. And we will quietly sit by and wait on him and listen to his voice 
and learn what he will have us do the hour that is yet to come while thanking him for all the gifts he gave us in the one gone by. So let's take a minute or so and I'll bring you all back. And gently, gently, when you feel like it, please open your eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you all for being here today. Um, I wanted to, to be honest with you and to, to tell you, I don't know how many times, times I've changed this presentation. and. Um, I felt like I have to approach the, the presentation from so many different ways. And, um, and I would like to use the opportunity also to thank, um, you know, Tim and Lynn for putting this together. Because when you actually pre are preparing a lesson, you know, you realize how difficult it is to, to put all the ideas together and to, and to be able to, you know, to speak in front of all of you. So thank you very much to you all to, you know, for doing what you do and, and for, for, for helping us on a daily basis. Um, um, I, I wanted to also to share that uh, one of the challenges I experienced in preparing this lesson was uh, the idea of not wanting to, to speak in public. It's not because I, um, I haven't done it before or because I'm not capable of doing so, was because I was sort of ashamed of, you know, talking about God and the idea of calling myself a minister of God. It was it was a big challenge. So I'm really also thankful for, thankful for the for the idea of being able to speak about this lesson with you today. Um, I will, I will, uh, as we will read later on, um, I I have to deal with feelings of. I felt arrogant, you know, to think that I am not able to learn this course or how this course is so difficult and, and it has too many words and I wouldn't be able to understand it. I have to deal also with uh, false humbleness, you know, I've got nothing to teach. What am I going to tell everybody? So, <laughs> and, and my lack of trust, the lack of trust on, on what I know and, and my own experience in, in, in sharing this, this, this message with you today. Um, and the most important thing I have to deal with was uh, 
not, 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 not asking for help. You know, the only thing I had to do from the beginning was to ask for help and not to believe that I can make this, this presentation uh, holy or anything special. It was just um, a moment of sharing with friends. And uh, I forgot to ask from the beginning, <laughs> sit down and, and just ask um, the voice inside of me, how can I, you know, how can I help me help you um, study together this lesson? So um, I wanted to share that with you. Um, I would like to also to read from, uh, before we get into the lesson, I would like to read from the previous lesson, uh, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. Um, uh, paragraph 17 and, uh, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, from the from the uh, previous lesson, sorry, page two eighty five. I would like to read uh, paragraphs nine and ten. Um, uh, Tim, could could you please help me reading if you have the book with you? <laughs> Thank you. Page two hundred and eighty five, paragraphs nine and ten. Alrighty, got it. <laughs> we look past dreams today and recognize that we need no defense because we are created unassailable without all thought or wish or dream in which attack has any meaning. Now we cannot fear for we have left all fearful thoughts behind. And in defenselessness, we stand secure, serenely certain of our safety now, sure of salvation. Sure, we will fulfill our chosen purpose as our ministry extends its holy blessing throughout the world. Be still a moment and in silence think how holy is your purpose, how secure you rest, untouchable within its light. God's ministers have chosen that the truth be with them. Who is holier than they? Who could be sure that his happiness is fully guaranteed? And who could be more mightily protected what defense could possibly be needed by the ones who are among the chosen ones of God, by his election and their own as well? Um, do you feel like you want to comment something? Feel free to do so. Um, when you were talking about uh, the lack of trust thing, um, uh, I've been... I always have this karma. My one of my classrooms um, for a while now, for over the years, has been rental cars. I hate being rent, ripped off by rental cars, and uh, so cars now. You know, I mean, I was all set to do the bargain, right? And then, and then I get online, and it, it's gone. It's like a hundred dollars more than it was last night, and I'm freaking out. And and it's every lack of trust is simply that. It's just. Uh, Every upset I have is a lack of trust. And I, it's like Jesus doesn't know rental cars. I'm not going to ask him to find me a rental car. He doesn't know how to look for him and what the bargains are. I mean, I, I, I was saying all this unconsciously, but I didn't re even realize how untrusting I was. And then on top of all that, I just flat out refu you know, refused to ask for help. Yeah, that's all. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 
it happens to us all the time. Uh, we, we just forget to ask, you know, to choose again and to ask for the right teacher to, to guide us. Um, and, and this is how, why this lesson is, is so important. Um, while I was preparing also the, the, the lesson, I wanted to, um, I've noticed how, how um, the structure of the lesson and the way Jesus shows us is, um, is first to become aware of, um, of the blocks that don't allow us to actually hear the voice that guide us constantly, that is there. It's just um, for us to, be, to, to listen to it, to, 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 it's, it's there to be reached. And, and, and how after we um, become aware of this voice, uh, it, the joining happens. It's, it's, we cannot become ministers of God or, 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 or to, to even to, to, to extend the, the love of God if we actually haven't uh, removed the blocks that, that allow us to actually um, be able to listen and to be guided to do so. so it's not something that we have to do. It's just something that um, that um, that becomes available to us uh, um, after we study and do the lessons. And but it's not about becoming a, a, a container full of knowledge. It's, it's it's the experience which is the most important thing. And 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 and, and that happens. And when we start to trust, and the joining comes in. And then we can actually speak from that love, from that freedom, from that quietness. And um, and it's not it's not something about going out and you know become you know uh, ministers of God and, and knocking at doors or anything like it. So <laughs> so I, I, it was it was really important for me. Um, okay, so let's go to um, to actually read about read the lesson and. Um, if you um, if you feel okay, I, I will assign somebody to read this, this, this uh, paragraph, and then we'll carry on from that. Um, um, I don't know, Oris, would you like to read paragraph one in page two hundred and eighty-eight? Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Oris. <clears throat> I am among the ministers of God. Let us today. Be neither arrogant nor falsely humble. We have gone beyond such foolishness. We cannot judge ourselves, nor need we do so. These are but attempts to hold decision off and to delay commitment to our function. It is not our part to judge our worth, nor can we know what role is best for us. What we can do within a larger plan we cannot see in its, in its entirety. Our part is cast in heaven, not in hell. And what we think is weakness can be strength. What we believe to be our strength is often arrogance. And this reminds me this week I struggled uh, um, and finally realized, like you, Osmani, I just thought, I, I think, you know, I've been learning the course, trying to learn all, uh, you know, the words. To me, it's like all trying to figure, figure out what's, what the metaphysics is and everything. And then I feel like what I've been doing is then expecting Jesus to do what I expect him to do when I 
you know, okay, I've been, I'm a, I'm a good girl and I'm following along and now why aren't I experiencing such and such? And I read that in Ken's uh, comments too along and, and I realized I just have to, like it says, uh, we can't, I'm even judging myself. It says, don't even judge yourself and what your role is. And being a minister of God just means backing off, letting go, and and being blank, you know, and I don't know how to do that. So I'm trying to learn to to let everything go and then try to listen to what I'm being told to do. But thank you. Thank you, Riz. Thank you. Um is um as I mentioned before, is um I love this part when it says, let's today be neither arrogant nor falsely humble. And um it's it's just so difficult to 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 a way of thinking, you know, to, to, to just, I have to remind myself every single moment of the day that this is not about me. This is not about me. And, and I keep thinking that, that I have something to do in this process. And, and I, you know, and I get entangled in different situations. It's just, just choosing every single moment, choosing again, it's not about you. You, you know, just get out of the way. <laughs> Thank you, Riz. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to choose somebody else. Um, thank you for helping me with the reading. What about Bruce? Would you like to read number two, Bruce? And feel free to comment if you feel like. Sure. Whatever your appointed role may be, it was selected by the voice for God, whose function is to speak for you as well. Seeing your strengths exactly as they are and equally aware of where they can be best applied for what, to whom and when, he chooses and accepts your part for you. He does not work without your own consent, but he is not deceived in what you are and listens only to his voice in you. And <laughs> this seems like another great one to remember to uh, use Holy Spirit's uh, uh, com, you know, advice on level confusion, because which you were just talking about. And I think it's real, real pertinent that it's like when it's not about it's not about the personal self. It's, it's really about the, the transpersonal is probably the best word in English that I usually resort to um, that we all share that, that, that capitalist self that really it does have the strength and uh, is, is capable because we're not invested in outcomes and we're not invested in the what's in it for me in, in the moments when we trust that strength, that capitalist strength of the capitalist self that we all share. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. I love, I love, I love the, the part when it says um, 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 he does not work without your own consent and how mm -hmm. I spend my days uh, um, not honoring my decision, not honoring uh, my, my, my capital, you know, self that has decided this path and, and this, this, this forgiveness opportunities that are in front of me. Um, are chosen by me and I keep rejecting them because I do not trust, still do not trust the process. So it's beautiful what he says, you know, he does not work without your own consent. So thank you, Bruce. Thank you. Um, what about number three? Let's see. Gallery view. Oh, Dave. Dave Dempsey, would you like to read number three? If you have your book, please. I do. Thanks for doing this, Asmani. Oh, thank you, David. 
It is through his ability to hear one voice, which is his own, that you become aware at last there is one voice in you. And that one voice appoints your function and relays it to you, giving you the strength to understand it, do what it entails, and to succeed in everything you do that is related to it. God has joined his son in this, and thus his son becomes his messenger of unity with him. You know, I just, going back to that first paragraph, that the arrogance of the self I think I am um, versus the humility of the self that Jesus thinks I am, and they're so far from each other. They're, that's where the our thinking is completely upside down that he tells us in the very beginning of the text. And, you know, I keep realizing how often the word accept and acceptance is in this course that all he wants me to do is slowly remove those blocks the the thoughts that i have that i'm not that true self and accept my truth and 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 see that in everything and it's it's it is a process to be willing to look at things, but, you know, in the last little bit, I've been really kind of working with that extending love or call for love. And I'm seeing how often that I have that call for love. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he was just having a really rough day. And I was, thinking, well, I need to extend love. But what I really found was just that I could see him in pain was my call for love. Um, that I, I saw him as the self I thought he was as opposed to the self he truly is. That he cannot suffer pain and loss. And so it's just continually working with those things um, and letting go of my false ideas, you know. Um, and accepting what Jesus is telling us our truth is. And it's just that process through forgiveness of all those misthoughts, one at a time. Um, and, you know, I think, not to jump ahead, but just I think it was yesterday's lesson where it talked about mercy and being merciful um, and how often I don't accept that for myself. And I think when I can get to that point, um, yeah, then things will really kind of speed up a little bit. But yeah, it, it's quite a process to how often it is I need to look at those thoughts that I'm having that I think are outside myself, but it's really, you know, that reflection of, of what's in me, you know. So yeah, thanks. Thank you, David. And, and also how, how much we don't want to take responsibility for what happens. I mean, Sometimes I just feel, to be honest with you, to, to feel, I feel like closing the book and forgetting about it. And then I laugh, I laugh at the, at the idea of, I cannot forget what I know now. And, 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 and when I actually quiet myself down and, and, and I sit with, with Jesus, I just realize that all I want is, is, is that idea. I want, I want to, to get to know my real self because once you actually get a glimpse of it, you cannot let go. So but it's, 
every single second I have to remind myself that, that what I truly want is, the, the, is that in spite of whatever I see when I open my eyes that, that it shines in front of me and it, and it attracts me and it's, it's, it's false. I have, I have to remind myself every single second that whatever is in front of me, it's not real. It's not real. It's just there only to distract me. So thank you very much, David. Thank you. Um, oh, Ira, thank you. Hello. Thank you also for doing this. David just said about going step by step, which I also know very well. I just wanted to mention tomorrow's lesson then. 193, all things are lessons God would have me learn. And then he says, we will attempt today to overcome a thousand seeming obstacles to peace in just one day. So he gives us permission to take a whole bunch of baggage and put it on the altar all at once. Isn't that great? <laughs> I love that. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Myra. Thank you. I love your, your comments always. <laughs> I wanted to, to, to remind you, because we had this conversation before, that um, the, the phrase that you use all the time that I've given all I've seen, the meaning it has for me, is been really helpful. And I really use it a lot. So thank you very much for your comments, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, um, Myra, would you like to read now that I have you there? Would you like to read? I think it's number four. Yes, paragraph four. Yes, I had to unmute again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Page two. It is this joining through the voice for God, of Father and of Son, that sets apart salvation from the world. It is this voice which speaks of laws the world does not obey, which promises salvation from all sin, with guilt abolished in the mind that God created sinless. Now this mind becomes aware again of who created it and of his lasting union with itself. So is itself the one reality in which its will and that of God are joined. Yeah, what can I say about that? It's all about joining. Yeah, we are joined. We just have, like you said, we just have to remember that we're joined, and the Holy Spirit helps us remember all day long. Exactly. Not 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 to skip the steps because I, I I remember at the beginning I wanted to actually let people know what I was studying and learning, and mm. uh, because I was I thought it was another you know phase or or another thing to do and to improve myself and, and then you realize there is nothing to do with that so first you have to integrate the the whatever you're studying and 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 the apparent information my enthusiasm about 27 years ago i lost two very good friends by telling them they didn't exist <laughs> i was just so glad <laughs> they weren't <laughs> Okay, and that's that's how you learn your lessons. Yeah, that was a really good lesson. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Myra. Honestly, thank you. Um, okay, let's see. Lean Corona. Would you like to read number five, five, please? If you have your book with you. Sure, sure. Thank you. A messenger is not one who carries the message he delivers, nor does he question the right of him who does, nor ask 
why he has chosen those who will receive the message that he brings. It is enough that he accept it. Give it to the ones for whom it is intended and fulfill his role in its delivery. If he determines what the messages should be or what their purpose is or where they should be carried, he is failing to perform his proper part as bringer of the word. Wow, it, it, it really takes us out of any kind of doing at all that we can decide, you know, what the message is going to be, who is going to receive it. It's, it's really um, being in a state of mind, an open mind, a, a, a presence. And um, as you were saying in the beginning, Osmani, it, um, the word comes forth without any preconceived notion about what the word is going to be. Um, I heard a very funny story the other day that I want to share about that. <laughs> it was a story uh, that Muji was telling and he often tells very funny stories. And, it, you know, everyone wants to know um, you know, what life will be like when we really just listen to the Holy Spirit. And we want to know in advance, you know, the, what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be saying. And, um, um, and one of his students asked that, and he told this very funny story of um, uh, these thugs. This was a scene in a movie, but these thugs approached this man uh, to to uh, rob him, and you know he was in a state of grace. And what he did was he dropped his pants, and the thugs were so shocked, so terrified, they ran away. <laughs> and this was an actual scene in in a in a movie. So I mean, just to point out, I don't know what I'm going to be saying if I'm holy. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. And I have noticed at times some, some shocking things have come out of my mouth that I, I would not have said, but they were, you know, they were appropriate for, for everyone. And so the idea that we, we can figure out or know you know, what our message will be and to whom and when. It was just such a, a, a great illustration of, you know, just let go and be open to the Holy Spirit being our teacher. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Osmani. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for doing this today. Yeah. Thank you. So, Thank so you. the next time I'm standing in a rental car line, I'll just drop my pants and everybody will run. <laughs> and then I, I, I'll move right up in line. <laughs> I wouldn't advise that, but. <laughs> Jim, I think that strategy would probably work for most of the lines that you get into. <laughs> as, as you were saying, Lynn, we, we never know what's going to happen. I had my charts prepared 
And I was, you know, ready to be, to stick it on the wall. And I don't know, I just didn't notice the time. So anyway, um, whatever. I, um, I'm glad, I'm just glad to be here and to be able to be sharing with you. So thank you very much. Also, um, regarding this paragraph, I'm sorry, were you about to say something now? Okay. Uh, regarding this paragraph, I, I wrote down that um, it, it's, when we speak about messengers or, or, or ministers, we, we just get this idea of physicality, you know, something like it's physical that we have to carry, you know, like we carry a message and to, to give it to, and then we're going to learn in, in the few paragraphs that, that Jesus is not, is not talking about that. So um, let's see who wants, who can read next. Um, let's say, oh, Lynn Oldman, please, could you read number six? Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> there is one major difference in the role of heaven's messengers, which sets them off from those the world appoints. The messages that they deliver are intended first for them. And it is only as they accept them for themselves that they become able to bring them further and to give them everywhere that they were meant to be. Like earthly messengers, they did not write the messages they bear, but they become their first receivers in the truest sense, receiving to prepare themselves to give. And I just, I'm so filled today with um, the grace that I'm experiencing as I become receptive to the messages. You know, that whole thing about the atonement being accepting it for ourselves. I, in theory, that's one thing, but to see that the salvation, my salvation and the salvation of the world rests only on this is becoming so real to me. It has nothing to do with the world. It has everything to do with accepting what I am the son of God, and that, that when I know that, there is no one that cannot be the same. No one. I mean, I get that. It's not an intellectual thing. I mean, I, and I'm far from, you know, it's interesting. I'm going, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> As you're going around choosing people, I'm watching myself. <laughs> oh, I hope it's going to be my turn. <laughs> And I can sit here with that going on and know that it's all right. That has nothing to do with what is real and what is really going on. It doesn't affect what I am. It's just an old remnant of, a, of an idea that is no longer relevant. So thank you so much for today. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, honestly. I, um, I, um, now that you mentioned uh, the grace, I... Um, the other day I was thinking about the word grace in, in, in Spanish and grace is the same as gracias and we say gracias when we say thank you yes. so lately I've been thinking that, that, that the grace of God is also when I'm, 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 I allow myself to be grateful to wake up in the morning and, and to say thank you for every single thing that happens and in my life to, to accept the acceptance of Dave, Dave Dempsey was saying I think so thank you, Lynn, for sharing that. Thank you, thank you, honestly, thank you. Um, let's go to number seven and let's see who could read. What about Rebecca? We'd like to read number seven. 
Sure. Please. An earthly messenger, messenger fulfills his role by giving all his messages away. The messengers of God perform their part by their acceptance of his messages as for themselves and show they understand the messages by giving them away. They choose no roles that are not given them by his authority. And so they gain by every message that they give away. <clears throat> you know, I, this idea of the earthly messenger versus the heaven messenger is just a remembering of who you are. And um, I'm very aware of this idea of the earthly messenger right now, this idea that if I, everything I give, I don't have anymore. And um, that's the fundamental message of the ego is to give is to not get. And um, it just feels very clear in the mind that the only difference is where I place my attention. Thank and you. I'm just so, I mean, I'm just so aware of that right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's very loud and, um, ego really, really, really has thrown up a whole parade of mess. It's created a mess. And I almost listened to it, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. <Brilliant. laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Um, I love what you said. And, and that's the, this idea of there is nothing to be kept. As I was saying before, you know, we believe we have to carry something from place A to place B. And Jesus is telling us here that this, whatever it is, we, it's, it's not to be kept. And, and that when I was reading this paragraph also, I connected with the idea of sacrifice. So what is this so precious that I'm sort of carrying and I cannot keep? And, and I have to keep reminding myself that it's by, by the, re the reward is given. That's my reward the sharing, the joining, the coming and, together. Yeah, and that that's not something to be afraid of. You know, the ego wants us to be afraid of that. And then that's how it continues its process, at least in my world, yeah. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, Rebecca, thank you. Any Anybody, oh, Lynn, sorry. Yeah, Rebecca, am I in mute? No, uh, no. Rebecca brought up a, uh, a point that I think is really important when she said, I'm just not going to listen to it. And, you know, as long as there's a listener for the ego, the ego will keep talking. <laughs> so it's the ego talking to the ego. <clears throat> and in this, he's somewhere early in this lesson, he says, it's really God talking to God. That's where we want to get to. There's, there's only God. There's only God and his son. <clears throat> and so when we're you know, listening to the ego, it's, it's so clear that that voice is not the voice of God. And so who's doing the listening? It, and, you know, again, it's the ego. So I ask myself a lot, who's listening? You know, who, who is it that's, that's 
giving attention to this unkind, unloving, uh, judgmental voice. It has to be the ego. And I as just to, as Rebecca said, I'm not listening to it. That's it. No listen. <laughs> It'll go away. <laughs> Eventually it will go away. Thank you, Lynn. Thank yeah. you very much for pointing for pointing that out. Thank you. Thank you, Becca, too. Yeah. Any anybody else has anything to add? No. Oh, Lynn Oldman. Yeah, I just had this thought. It's really interesting that we are the ones who are receiving the message first. And it's sort of like, you know, the ego wants to be first with everything but this. And so it's it's like a twist on how the ego looks at things. It's like, oh, my God, we're getting this. We're first. And, and what a lovely turn that is to turn around the ego in its tracks about, you know, we are receiving what we what we want and what we need and we're not being left out we're given it first and then we share and so i mean that's just a beautiful reminder of, of how mis how we've misconstrued the process when we've identified with the ego so thanks thank you Lynn. thank you thank you very much um okay let's move to paragraph eight um let's say um abe would you like to read thank you would you receive the messages of God? For thus do you become his messenger. You are appointed now. And yet you wait to give the messages you have received. And so you do not know that they are yours and do not recognize them. No one can receive and understand he has received until he, give, he gives. For in the giving is his own acceptance of what he received. Yeah, I. Uh, this, this is this is this idea of being a minister of God, Osmani. Uh, is I struggle with just like you shared with at the beginning. I um, I often think that uh, you know I, I'm just not ready. I'm not worthy of of doing this job. <laughs> and and yet every once in a while, for reasons that are not clear to me, it seems like. It seems that something comes out, some some inspiration comes in, and sometimes it's just a thought. That that's all it is. It's a thought, a feeling, that says it's okay. You just keep doing what you're doing. Relax. And uh, I, I I think this doesn't happen as frequently as I would like, but I think it's it's happening now more and more. Before it didn't happen at all. So. I guess I have to be happy with that. Yeah. Thank you, Abe. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, you were as you were saying. Um, I, 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 um, at the beginning, when I first uh, bumped into the class, the, the course back in the 2015, it, it would have been easier even for me to to try to explain the message to other people because I didn't actually know it. Now it's very difficult to 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 communicate experience when you have a real experience or a God experience. It's very difficult, as Ling was saying. You know that Muji sometimes struggles to communicate. It's very difficult to actually be able even to tell people 
what to expect because you don't even know it yourself. It's just, it's just a matter of faith. So yeah, I am a minister of God and I know it now. And, 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 and you don't know how many times I even thought of writing to you guys and say, uh, to say, oh, I, don't, I want another lesson because I am struggling with this one. And I'm glad I, I didn't do so because that, that, that wasn't the thing to do. I, this is the lesson I was appointed to do and, and I'm glad you know, I carry on with it. So thank you, thank you, Abe. Um, let's see, number nine, uh, who would like to read? Oh, Maya, would you like to read, please? I would love to, thank you. Thank you, Maya. You who are now the messenger of God, receive his messages, for that is part of your appointed role. God has not failed to offer what you need, nor has it been left unaccepted. Yet another part of your appointed task is yet to be accomplished. He who has received for you the messages of God would have them be received by you as well. For thus do you identify with him and claim your own. This just makes me think of um, the truth that giving and receiving are the same. And uh, when I remember to give, not from the ego, <laughs> not the ego's gifts, but, but the, um, the gifts from my right mind, from Holy Spirit, it, it feels, it, it, you get an immediate feeling of rightness about it somehow. Thank you, Maya. Thank you very much. Thank you. I um, it struck me the idea of um, the final paragraph when it says, "For thus, do you identify with him and claim your own?" You know, you know what we what we're talking about the identification with with ourselves, with our proper self, the, the real self, and and claiming it. This is so because we, we, we believe we're not worth it. So to claim something that we believe don't belong to us is, is difficult. So that's where you know, the, 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 all the resistance come from, um, at least um, in the way I see it. So thank you very much, Maya. Thank you. Oh, David, that's right. Yeah, I, as Abe was talking, I was thinking to myself how willing I am to use this body to be a messenger from the ego, <laughs> but how unwilling I am for this body to be a messenger for the Holy Spirit, you know? And um, I think just by paying attention to that, um, that's that choice point that we make to, to choose the other teacher, you know? Um, because I never feel good when I'm using this body as a messenger for the ego. Um, but when I switch and I'm the messenger for the Holy Spirit. And I'm, I'm seeing love and gentleness and kindness and offering that rather than the separation and the attack and the judgment. I, I always feel so much better, you know. Um, spiritual, I guess, might be a good word for it. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's the practice of doing this course is just realizing um, how often I have to switch teachers 
because I chose the wrong one and I've been doing it for so long. It's just the automatic button that I revert back to. Um, but the more I do it and the more I get those um, results, I guess, I don't know how to explain that, um, but it sure is a great feeling um, that I'm willing to do it more and more often. And so, yeah, thanks. This is just a great lesson. I'm on mute. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, David. Um, I, was, uh, uh, I was thinking about the, uh, you know, I kind of had this image of, of conveying the message internally to people um, and how I use people as a block um, to myself to, to uh, even be willing to do that. And so I'm sort of aware of that with people and then stuff like, like I'm going to be working on my car today and, and I, you know, I can convey, convey the message of forgiveness internally to, to my car and the parts I'm going to put on it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this, this whole idea, like, like what I see certainly with a lot of uh, baby boomers and certainly the elderly is we get crazy about the computer. Last night we were watching an episode of Ozark and the, the main character in that is, is, is having a screaming match with his phone, with Alexa or whatever it is, Siri, that's, you know, and, he, and he's cursing her and he's saying, you know, F you and die. And, and I mean, I just the whole idea is like in, in this rental car thing, it's all computerized. So I never thought of myself as a gambler, but I, I watch myself get so excited when I go online to see if, if today's the day when I get the good price, you know, like what the computer is spitting out at me today. I always think people are crazy when they play the slot machines in Las Vegas because it's all programmed, you know. And the idea is maybe you get you hit a good day playing the machine. Well, I was doing that with, with like I wasn't bringing the message of forgiveness to this virtual reality called, you know, like whatever that is that's set up. There's not a face there. It's not a specific thing, but it's a whole computerized game that I, that I was quite excited about playing and and going in and hoping I'd win today. Oh, the winning's a big thing, but just to be able to to take forgiveness that attitude to the game itself like i forgive you game i let go of thinking oh, we made the game up why do i have to take it so seriously yeah but yeah i mean <laughs> especially people in their 60s and 70s watch us get crazy with oh there's a great snl thing where the 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 dude dude is having a conversation with Alexa. <laughs> it just goes downhill, <laughs> like oh, right from the get go. <laughs> but it's so it's so pertinent to like what 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 the current crazy is, especially in this age group. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, Tim. I I'm, I'm the opposite. I like technology. I everything in my house is, I mean, I, I step in and the lights go on and I turn and the lights in my house on and off for my phone. And if I'm outside, I can do the same. So I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> but I don't like cars, I might say. So I just get, you know, in, in a car and just, I completely forget about everything. I don't know where anything is. I don't even know how to switch the radio on. So, you know, we all got more stuff. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you Bruce, very much. Uh, Bruce has something. Oh, Bruce, I didn't see you. 
Yeah, thanks. I, you know, what what everyone's been sharing kind of reminded, kind of reminded me, me of, of a. Of a uh, uh, let go, but okay. Anyway, um, there was a, a series that went around a few years ago on YouTube um, uh, by a fellow named J.P. Sears called Ultra Spiritual. Has anybody seen those? Anyway, they're pretty pretty funny. It was kind of it was kind of like a a lampooning on uh, you know level confusion and doing rituals. On, you know taking taking the form way too seriously and not really paying attention to the content but if you haven't seen them just just google ultra spiritual jp sears and they're really pretty funny uh you know lampooning really of of new age stuff just for the sake of the form without really having the content and what what reminded me uh is what you were talking about the worthiness you know because i think i think what we tend to do with reading a workbook lesson like this is we think oh well it's it's the bruce or the osmani or the you know any one of us on the screen that is is the, the minister no it's 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 our decision maker choosing the holy spirit's curriculum that's the minister i mean it's it's not not and yeah sure we'll we'll express it and, and carry it in every day, day interaction but it's not it's not about the form and sometimes I think, well, gee, are we all being asked to be like Ken Wapnick? You know, well, in terms of the content, yeah. In terms of the form, no. <laughs> every, every little interaction, every day, just you know, whether it's somebody that knocks on the door, or you know, the the person who's bagging your groceries, or or you know, you pass on the road. I mean, every single interaction is an opportunity to, to remember. I I could see peace instead of this, and I could forgive my projections. And and you know, whether it's a car rental agency or a or a, a, a technology gone awry or whatever. I certainly run into those, but anyway, but I just, I, anyway, I appreciate, I appreciate your, your use of the word worthy because I think what we really are is infinitely worthy because that's the, the completely shared self that is the minister. And we all share that, that ministry. But when we try to bring it down to the level of form, which ego tries to co-opt all the time, it's always going to backfire. And then, and then there's going to go like, and then it's, then it becomes like a, a parody, like JP Sears did with the ultra spiritual thing. You know, it's like, it's all about the form instead of what's really going on in the mind, you know? Anyway, thanks. Oh, thank you, Bruce. Thank you very much. Yeah. So um, it's, it's not confusing form with, with content and, trying to make holy something that that is never going to be the, the body is never going to be holy and and whatever we say is never going to reach the level of holiness that we want so it's, it's just it's just it's concentrating about and, and in the content and also that's why you 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 see in, in youtube for example so many unhealed healers i mean people talking about something completely different from from a course in miracles it got nothing to do with with it because people concentrate in, in in the form not not in the content and and it's, it's the most difficult i suppose thing to do okay so anybody has anything else to say uh oh michael hello michael hi Osmani. thank you for having this i'd like to share my personal experience <clears throat> now that you said the form and content when i when i started to give classes uh i felt I felt into the ego trap for, for, for a great amount of time. I was trying to prepare the classes. I was trying to do charts. I was trying to spend hours trying to make the classes as good as possible, to be as useful as possible. But then I realized it was just exactly what's form, it wasn't content. Uh, the ego analyze and the spirit accept. So, so now what I do is I, I just don't do nothing. <laughs> I don't prepare classes anymore. Uh, I have nothing to do at the end, right? 
So what I do is just half an hour before I close my eyes and I just let the inspiration come in. Because the more I prepare, the more I'm conditioning the class to where I want it to go. The less I prepare and the more I let the Holy Spirit take over my, my mind and let the class flow and help be really useful and helpful. So, so don't worry about uh, preparing things. I don't do that anymore <laughs> and it feels way better. <laughs> so the more spontaneous you are and the better it is because the more we let the Holy Spirit teach through us. That's Thank all you. I would say. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it, was, it was happened. It happened to me this morning. I, 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 I even wanted to go, you know, sort of Ken Watney's way. And, and, and I remember something that Tim says once to me that it's okay. It's just, just, it's your interpretation. It's more important that, you know, even Ken Watney's, at least we can use it as, as, a, as a help and, 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 and go through his books and everything. But the most important thing is what we get from, from his words. And he wouldn't like, even Ken Watney wouldn't like me to repeat his, to his exact, exact same words in a, in a presentation like this today. So, and that's what I did at the, the very last minute. And I just, just wrote a, a few things here and, and, and I just decided to go with it. So thank you, Michael, thank you. Um, now that I have you, Michael, would you like to read? I think um, it's in number 10. Would you like to read, please? Sure. Thank you. It is this joining that we undertake to recognize today. We will not seek to keep our minds apart from him who speaks for us, for it is but our voice we hear as we attend him. He alone can speak to us and for us, joining in one voice, the getting and the giving of God's word, the giving and receiving of his will. The more we give, the more we receive. <laughs> We're all one. <laughs> Definitely, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you. And it's so important that we, that's, it, it's that joining that we fear the most, is that becoming one that we don't want and fight every single day. <sighs> Thank you. Okay, let's move to number two. 11, if nobody else wants to say anything. Um, Jeff, I think, would you like to read number 11, please? Sure, thanks, Osman. Thank you, Jeff. We practice giving him what he would have that we may recognize his gifts to us. He needs our voice that he may speak through us. He needs our hands to hold our messages and carry them to those whom he appoints. He needs our feet to bring us where he wills, and those who wait in misery may be at last delivered. And he needs our will united with his own, that we may be true receivers of the gifts he gives. And we cannot receive the gifts he gives until we get out of our the way. And that's been the, the recent lessons that I've been reading this, all of this. I've been watching Muji lately. And the overwhelming message that's coming back to me is this idea that um, to get out of the way, you know, all these things that I value that are valueless. You know, I've had a, I've got a couple of characters in my dream at the moment that I'm, that are challenging me, and um, this idea that I have to 
defend myself, which is really an attack because somehow the me I made is damaged and I have to restore that. That's really, um, I guess I'm a confusing strength and weakness at that point. The real, the real strength is to let it all go <laughs> and to get out of the way so that we can receive what's already there so that we can recognize it. So. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also, um, um, in this paragraph, Jesus talks about, you know, the, the hands, the, the eyes, the, the voice, and, um, and even though we know the, 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 the body was made as an attack of God, we, we know that if, if everything that we bring to the Holy Spirit has a, a different purpose, so we can also use that for, 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 for communicating and, and for, for delivering the message, which is beautiful, beautifully explained here. So thank you, thank you, Jeff. I, I was I was impressed with the dynamic of um, you know the Holy Spirit doesn't need all that stuff we need it. <laughs> I mean I mean it's kind of like that emphasis Ken always puts on the Holy Spirit isn't really in this to punish us. <laughs> it's this image that He needs us like that's a nice loving image. We're going to help the Holy Spirit out. Now we're going to help ourselves out <laughs> by helping Him out and that yeah. He needs us. And then when Lynn Corona was reading her paragraph, she's in paragraph five, she said, a messenger is not the one who carries the message, writes or carries it. All I got to do is drop my pants and get out of the way. That's going to become a major metaphor I can see for the next 12 classes. I just need to be vulnerable. I just need to give up all this stuff, my hands, my feet, <laughs> the message itself. <laughs> just drop my pants and get out of the way. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's so easy when you do so. <laughs> we, we might want to put something in, in the in the video at this point. And say, go back and watch the beginning of this so that you get it in context and not not, not you know misunder misinterpret that, right? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I just have to share this. I um, I have my my nephew staying with me uh, for this week. He's visiting from Colombia. And, um, you know, I told him that I was doing this presentation and th then he was trying to give me some tips about, you know, doing so. And, and, and he showed me a video of somebody talking about his own presentation. And apparently that's a way that you do, that you win lots of followers doing so. so <laughs> I was just laughing about it. Just imagine us, you know, revising and reviewing and, and talking about our own presentations and winning followers in YouTube. So I don't know, it'll be a fun video to watch. <laughs> Thank you. Just a silly, silly thing. Oh, and just sort of added, added funny story. He, you know, there was now the infamous Course in Miracles conference in California, maybe it was Las Vegas, where the presenter did drop his pants. <laughs> so <laughs> once again, this is not about form. <laughs> We're talking yeah. metaphorically here. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Tony, what's his face? Yeah, you did it. <laughs> okay, um, let's move to number. Does anybody, um, anybody has something to say? No? No? Okay. I think we're moving to number 12. Um, let's say um, Lisa. Lisa Roberts, would you like to read? Thank you. 
Okay. Let us but learn this lesson for today. We will not recognize what we receive until we give it. You have heard this said a hundred ways, a hundred times, and yet belief is lacking still. But this is sure, until belief is given it, you will receive a thousand miracles and then receive a thousand more, but will not know that God himself has left no gift beyond what you already have, nor has denied the tiniest of blessings to his son. What can this mean to you until you have identified with him and with his own? Um, I think it goes right back to uh, the first few paragraphs that say, you know, what we receive from, from God is, you know, we have to give it away. We are just conduits to his message. Um, and, and for myself, I know I have to really have an open mind. I have to set the ego aside, even if it's just a split second, um, to be open to hear whatever that message is. Um, and, and it's only at that time that I'm going to be able to take it in. And I know we've all had this experience where we make a statement and um, we're talking in, in class or even to someone who's not in the course. And something comes out of our mouth that, you know, it isn't you. You didn't think of it. It's not your words. And, and I can only interpret that as here's the message from God that we are the minister. And here's this message that's being delivered totally unknown to ourselves. And, uh, you know, the person hears it and, and they're grateful. I mean, you can just, there's a connection at a mind level, I think, that we see that this message is received by another. Uh, but again, it's only when we understand it, take it in, um, when we can put our ego to the side that we're able to hear that. Um, and uh, that's all I have to say about this. Thank you so much, Asmani. I appreciate you doing this lesson today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, I, I I wrote down, I don't know, maybe when I studied this lesson for the first time or I don't know, um, I, I wrote down, I'm glad to be wrong. I am glad to have given up control. I am, I am, I am glad to be wrong about even my life, others, even, even Jesus, because I didn't know about Jesus, you know, I suppose the way I know now. So I just wanted to share this little note I wrote. Thank you very much. Oh, I see Margot has joined us. <laughs> Hello, Margot. Would you like to read, please, number 13? Sure. Um, <clears throat> our lesson for today is stated thus, I am among the ministers of God, and I am grateful that I have the means by which to recognize that I am free. I mean, this is very powerful. Um, like, like it was saying before, we have heard this thousand times. Every time we read a lesson, the same message reminds us that we are free and we just choose not to see it. 
Um, and here for me, it's like, it's really telling me you are free, let it go, let it be. Um, and remember that the Holy Spirit is always with you. Um, so that, that's what it came for me. Thank you, Marco. Thank you very much. It is a powerful statement. Um, I am among the ministers of God. I am grateful that I have the means by which to recognize that I am free. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, okay, let's see. Lisa, would you like to read the last one, number 14? Sure. <clears throat> The world recedes as we light up our minds and realize these holy words are true. They are the message sent to us today from our creator. Now we demonstrate how they have changed our minds about ourselves and what our function is. For as we prove that we, will, that we accept no will we do not share, our many gifts from our creator will spring to our sight and leap into our hands, and we will recognize what we received. I'm just really feeling how it's not me, not the me that's Lisa, it's our creator's words and his message. And so many times I try to gear what I think the message is and say what I think it is. But when I don't, when I just, all of a sudden, I'm just like nicer to somebody at the grocery store than I would have been before. That's also the message too. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. I am um, in, in this previous day, we had a celebration in Madrid and uh, we were celebrating pride. I think it was uh, last weekend. And, and you know, you can, you can see the word all over, pride, pride, pride. And, and, and I just, I was thinking about the idea of why not humble? Imagine if, if we actually <laughs> took the word humble all over, um, not, not, not only regarding the, the, the pray parade, but for our lives, humble, 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 real humbleness, real, you know, um, I, I don't think they were, were like that, but anyway, <laughs> I think it was a, a, a nice, a nice idea when I, when I saw it. So I think we, we, we're getting to the end of the lesson. I, um, I really wanted to thank you for your patience and patience and for not, you know, um, go away because I was late. I, I, I do apologize about the time and, and I didn't realize that the lesson was starting an hour earlier. This was, wasn't even the clothes I was meant to be wearing today, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they have their, their ways and, and, and as ministers, we have to go go that way, the way that it has to be. Um, I would like to, I think it's, um, I've got two people. I think it's Tony and uh, maybe Dave that I'm seeing here that haven't read anything. Um, I, I, was, I was thinking of closing uh, 
maybe Tony can read from page 287 from the previous lesson, uh, the paragraph 19. Sure. If you, if you have your book and then Dave, you can read number 20, paragraph 20, if you have a book from page 287 and then we, we go, we have a minute of silence and we, we close down. Thank you all. Thank you very much for this opportunity, for this chance. I am the one who's just, I'm really grateful and thankful for this opportunity and, and for reminding me, you, with your comments and your presence, that I am, I am part of a bigger thing. It's not about me. It's, it's, it's being a minister of God. It's, it's something that I don't even manage to understand so far. So I am here to be truly helpful. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Thank you, Asmani. Thank you for your beautiful message. It's really been speaking to me this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Today, our theme is our defenselessness. We clothe ourselves in it as we prepare to meet the day. We rise up strong in Christ and let our weakness disappear as we remember that his strength abides in us. We will remind ourselves that he remains beside us through the day and never leaves our weakness unsupported by his strength. We call upon his strength each time we feel the threat of our defenses undermine our certainty of purpose. We will pause a moment as he tells us, I am here. Your practicing will now begin to take the earnestness of love to help you to help you keep your mind from wandering from its intent. Be not afraid nor timid. There can be no doubt that you will reach your final goal. The ministers of God can never fail because the love and strength and peace that shine from them to all their brothers come from him. These are the gifts to you. Defenselessness is all you need to give him in return. You lay aside but what was never real to look on Christ and see his sinlessness. Take a minute. To be thankful.
From my certainty, my quiet comes. There is nothing to be afraid of. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Susmani. Thank you, Susmani. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Nice to see you all again. Thanks so much. Thank you.